Welcome to Community Conversations, a Crime Stoppers podcast discussing the impact that crime has on local communities, what people are doing to stop it, and how people can help. In this special episode of the podcast, we're talking about the Crime Stoppers Slavery on Your Doorstep campaign, which is trying to help tackle modern slavery on the ground. I'm Elaine Mitchell Hill, Business and Human Rights Lead at Marshalls PLC, a leading supplier of construction products and materials here in the UK and I'm your guest host for today's episode. In a moment, I'll be explaining how our company has been working with our drivers to spot and report modern slavery. But first, I'm joined by Mick Duthie, Operations Director at Crime Stoppers, to explain about the campaign, and Paul Coffey from the Gangmasters Labour Abuse Authority, whose role is to protect vulnerable and exploited workers. Mick, can you start by talking us through the campaign? What's it about? and what Crime Stoppers is actually doing to help combat modern slavery. Slavery on your doorstep is being launched by Crime Stoppers really as we start to lift the lockdown. So as more and more people are moving around and businesses are open, which is great. Unfortunately, the organised criminals who sit behind modern slavery uh, are seeing an increase in demand for uh, exploited workers. So the charity really is asking everybody to be vigilant and pay attention to workers in uh, across industries, but in particular contract cleaning, agriculture and construction. Uh, we're pushing out a digital campaign through our social media channels and we're asking everybody to get involved, to raise awareness of what modern slavery is uh, all about and to share our message. Um, we want everybody to understand Uh, how to spot the signs of slavery and what to do if they've got concerns. Our charity is uh, absolutely unique in that we can uh, guarantee anonymity. So if you want to come forward with any information or any concerns that you've got, come forward and speak to us and we'll make sure that we pass it on to the right law enforcement agency such as the GLAA or a police force. And as I've said, uh, we completely and um, 100% guarantee your anonymity. We've been around for 32 years. Uh, We've never broken our promise. One thing that we can't do as a charity is take information from victims of crime. So that's why we've partnered with the Salvation Army and the Gangmaster and Labour Abuse Authority on this campaign to make sure that workers who are mistreated or uh, labour providers can report concerns and make sure that people are safe. So although we want everyone to do their bit to put a stop to modern slavery, this tranche of the campaign is specifically aimed at businesses. So could you talk us through um, the role of private sector, you know, what role it has to play, and also what's unique potentially about the role of transport and logistics in helping fight modern slavery? We've all got our part to play in this. Us as consumers, you as employers, Uh, the government, everybody's got a part to play. This is all around about supply and demand. So the more and more that we want cheap and quick goods, uh, it increases the likelihood of of people being exploited. Logistics, uh, most of our materials that are coming into the country are coming through either shipping ports or uh, airports. So service stations, places like that where um, goods are transported. Uh, If people are aware of what to look for, then they can spot the signs and report concerns and only today the government plans to pump in five billion pounds into the uh, infrastructure so that means we're going to see an even bigger increase in the construction sector and unfortunately there's a likelihood to be uh, more and more exploitation there as we go forward. So what kind of information can businesses provide and how does that help? 
any piece of information is extremely important. We can read and understand that there's more and more people being exploited out there. But actually, uh, as an ex-police officer, I know all too well um, that unless the information is coming from employees, members of the public, concerned citizens, then we'll never win the war against modern slavery. So as you're walking down the street, as you're going to buy your goods, look out for uh, people who may well be exploited, held against their will. Report those concerns to law enforcement or uh, whistleblowing internal lines. Uh, If you fear for yourself, then come to us. And as I said, we can guarantee your anonymity. Mick, we'll talk more in a moment, but I just wanted to share one of the initiatives we've developed at Marshalls to tackle modern slavery and the reason that Crime Stoppers reached out to Marshalls to support this campaign. We recognised that our drivers were the ones out and about at all times of the day and into the evening, delivering into construction sites, to merchants' yards and within our communities, essentially that they were really well placed to spot and report. We launched a training programme specifically for our drivers to help them spot the signs of modern slavery and then to go on to report safely to the relevant organisation. Here's Nigel Basie, our company logistics director, explaining why Marshalls decided that our drivers were key to this. So we think the drivers can make a real impact in the community um, and we think training will really, really help them um, to identify signs of modern slavery in the community. And this is about things when they're going about their normal daily business, they're the eyes and ears really for Marshalls and they can spot the first signs. So part of the initiative was to produce a training programme where we got experts in the field to work with us to explain what modern slavery is and the sorts of things that our drivers could look out for. Here's Nigel Oseman from Hope for Justice speaking on the video about human trafficking and modern slavery. Human trafficking and modern slavery are both uh, abhorrent crimes. Uh, Human trafficking is really, uh, in its rawest sense, about the movements of a person having been recruited and then holding them by fear or threat, whether physically or psychologically, to perform a job or work against their will, exploiting them, paying them little or no money at all. I suppose the, the, the subtle difference might be that modern slavery doesn't require that movement or recruitment element. Modern slavery, in actual fact, is about holding people, forcing them to work against their will or compelling them to do something they wouldn't want to ordinarily do. You know, we can forgive people for thinking that all victims of modern slavery and human trafficking come from other countries. National Crime Agency statistics actually tell us that the majority of those victims, modern slavery here in the United Kingdom, actually originate uh, from here within the UK. Samantha Ryland from the Gangmasters Labour Abuse Authority told us about the sorts of people most at risk from being exploited. People with learning difficulties, people with uh, substance misuse or homelessness, they're targeting them, selling them a dream of a better life, better prospects, a house, a job, lots of money and actually the reality of that is it doesn't come to fruition. ID documents are taken, passports are taken to maintain control over that individual. They're put in accommodation which is usually significant substandard, high-risk accommodation without bare wires and usually very, very cramped. There'll be more than one person in there. The debt that is in a victim's story will be around their work-finding fees, their transportation fees, accommodation fees and anything else that an exploiter would use to take money off that person. She also gave our drivers some ideas of what to look out for when they were on the road and visiting sites. Say on a residential build you might see people who are working Um, past the hours that you might expect a building project to be continuing. You might see people 
uh, with the lights on, say at 11 o'clock at night, going to sleep there. On a bigger scale, you might see groups of people being dropped off by somebody who's uh, controlling them maybe they're doing all the speaking and the workers are you know kind of looking a little bit vulnerable or uh, withdrawn um, and that person then might pick them up at the end of the day and that's a control mechanism to make sure that they have control over where they're going and who they're you know kind of they're going to work and then they're coming back home you might also see the absence of things that you would expect to see. So usually in break times, people might be talking about what they're doing at the weekend or what's going on in their lives. On a big project where you've got lots of different subcontractors and staff working, some people might not engage in that conversation because A, they're, they're fearful, they uh, might not have the language skills, but also being exploited, there's a, a real trust issue there. So they, they don't want to draw attention to themselves and get taken off that site because they're in debt to these um, exploiters. The training video was really well received by our drivers. James Eastwood is one of those who agreed that he and his colleagues were well placed to help. Well, I think it's important to train the drivers because we're out seeing different places, seeing different sites, basically traveling all around the country. So we're the best eyes and ears to, in the company on the front line, um, identifying it and seeing any, any signs of any problems and reporting it. Um, I think we're the quickest way to to make an action and report to the helpline. So Mick, Paul, I know that you're aware of Marshall's work in this area, but I'd very much like to share with our listeners an example of the impact of the training. So within 24 hours of an intensive full day of modern slavery training, as part of our Power of Logistics initiative, one of our drivers saw something in the local community setting at a petrol station, where two men were forcibly arguing with others who were being manhandled into a transit van. A driver had the good foresight to hit his dash cam and record what was going on. He came to me and together we went to the GLAA and with their help we provided this footage to the local police. Without the training, just this just wouldn't have happened. Our driver wouldn't have been alert to what he was seeing. He wouldn't have seen the world through the lens of his modern slavery training. I understand that this intelligence was put together with other information and helped, helped to build a case. So our clear message to our drivers, but equally relevant for all employees, whatever business they're in, is that we'd like them to make both a judgment call based on what they see and then to make an actual call, either 999 if they think someone's life's in danger, to the Modern Slavery Helpline, to the GLAA, or indeed to Crime Stoppers. Our training covers how they can report safely, keeping both themselves safe and also not making a bad situation any worse for a potential victim of modern slavery. I'd encourage anybody reporting what they believe to be an instance of modern slavery to just make a call conveying what they've seen, where and when, but not to intervene. And I'd also add that all of our drivers were strongly impacted by the training and from the many conversations that I've had with them since that they're fired up and ready to assist because modern slavery is deeply morally wrong. So Mick, it would be good to get your thoughts on Marshall's initiative. Um, your power of logistics campaign is, it, it actually caught our eye, uh, literally, uh, one of our members of staff saw one of your branded trucks and that's led me to be here today with you. What you're doing through educating your drivers to spot the signs of slavery is exactly what um, everybody should be doing and I'd encourage this across the entire sector. Marshall seems to be leading the way um, and you know, you've explained about a small piece of information that one of your drivers saw, which has led to a criminal investigation. That's what police need. That's what um, we're encouraging people to do, to come forward and report concerns to us, to the GLAA and to the police. 
Paul, I want to turn to you now, if I may. How has COVID-19 impacted on the modern slavery situation here in the UK? Well, what we do know now is that unscrupulous labour providers and individuals who prey on vulnerable workers will look to exploit opportunities wherever they can. Notwithstanding the threat to people's health, what the COVID-19 pandemic clearly has shown is that there are going to be huge implications for us economically. And at the GLAA, we're concerned that the knock-on effect of that is that the climate and the conditions in which labour exploitation thrive are being created. We have a perfect storm in some respects of a shortage of labour, pressure on supply chains and demand by consumers. And that makes it even more critical that we are visible and active, that we're continuing to work with our law enforcement partners and with legitimate compliant businesses who are just as committed as we are to driving exploitation out of their sectors. What do you make of the Crime Stoppers campaign and how is the GLAA supporting it? Elaine, we have long recognised that the only way we are going to truly eradicate labour exploitation and modern slavery is to make it socially unacceptable. And one of the ways that you can do that is by explaining simply and effectively the scale of the problem, but more importantly, the impact that each and every one of us can have in tackling it. Consumer demand, particularly dynamic consumerism, is something that plays a big part in creating the conditions that I talked about earlier. Educating consumers, raising awareness among businesses and empowering workers to know their rights are just some of the tools that we can use and the awareness campaign with Crime Stoppers is a great example of this. We'll be amplifying those messaging, we'll be promoting it through our social media and digital channels. It dovetails very nicely with our ongoing work around prevention here at the GLAA. Can I ask you both what your message is for businesses and workers out there who may either be aware of something that makes them feel uncomfortable or that just doesn't look, look right? What would you say? Simply don't look the other way, act. Um, you wouldn't ignore a health and safety risk, you'd have a duty to act. And it has to be the same with labour exploitation. While ever we have consumers, workers or businesses either ignoring the problem because they don't believe it affects them or that it's something that happens to others, or even that it's an inevitability in a free economy, then we won't get rid of it. But we can choose to do something, and if we act together, take a stand as a country that we will not tolerate people being used as commodities, then I think that's where we can make real progress. If you wish to remain anonymous and suspect somebody's been exploited, you can tell our independent charity what you know online or on the phone. 24-7, 365 days a year. Simply call 0800 one or visit crimestoppers-uk.org. You'll stay 100% anonymous always. Thank you to you both for joining me on this special episode of the Community Conversations podcast. I'll be working with our drivers and my wholly supportive colleagues throughout Marshalls in support of your Slavery on Your Doorstep campaign. And I'm sure that we'll be joined by a raft of peers from the UK construction sector, whose businesses are already engaged in the GLAA's very successful construction protocol platform. This special episode of the Community Conversations podcast was presented by Elaine Mitchell-Hill and produced by Chris Garrington. You can find more information about Crime Stoppers Slavery on Your Doorstep campaign on the Crime Stoppers website, where you can report modern slavery 100% anonymously. Or you can call on 0800 555 111. You can make a difference. <laughs>